24 hours a day, seven days a week. A new way of radio and the beginning of a new talent. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Welcome everybody to Damage Radio. We're here live on Moncaradio.com where music reminds me. You already know me. I'm Marcy alongside my host, Matt, the Ultimate Kiss fan, Porter. And Porter, we are not alone. We have a special guest in the house today, originally from Tennessee, now in Newtown, PA. He's a singer-songwriter who's open for such artists like Toy the Wet Sprocket, um, Brett Young, Randall Lambert, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Matt Dorsey. Matt, welcome to Damage Radio. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Excited to Definitely, be here. man. Yeah. Now, um, for those that don't know, uh, tell the fans a little bit about yourself. Yeah, you know, I've been a singer-songwriter for many years. I've, I've traveled all over the world, grew up in Tennessee, have a long lineage of music coming from, uh, you know, June Carter, Johnny Cash, There's a lot of my, my mom's side of the family's from that side. So music's been ingrained in me since I was a kid, uh, and I've been fortunate to find this groove here in Pennsylvania, and it's been a great run, so excited to be here, and thanks for having me. Yeah. So my bad question is, it's usually the opposite, from Tennessee to Newtown. Usually it would be Newtown to Tennessee, being, uh, you know, the artist, you know, in going to the hot spots. Talk about that. It's more the question of people asking me why I left San Diego to come to Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. and I, have, I haven't had an answer for that one yet. <laughs> but, um, but no, I, you know, my, my wife is from this area. Um, you know, my job kind of brought us here as well and uh, family. Uh, so it's been, it's been a, a nice transition. My kids you know, have two boys, seven and nine. Um, we just, uh, we love this parts of Pennsylvania, Bucks County. It's, it's um, very happy here. And, and it's been a great music project, quite honestly, as well. Just been able to play a couple great venues in Philly and a lot of the outlining areas. So just thankful to be here. Yeah. Is it different um, as far as uh, promoting yourself from Tennessee to here? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say culturally, you know, there's quite quite a bit of a difference. You know, I, I, Tennessee, especially around the national area, um, you know, it's just ingrained. I mean, you can go around every every street corner. There's a, there's a, a house band that's just phenomenal that's just playing three streets down and you know, we don't have that quite here, but, you know, I think Philadelphia and its long history of music and, um, you know, being a part of that. And I think some of these surrounding areas in the rural counties are, are, are starting to drive more now. I think you're starting to see more talent come out. Um, and that's a lot of the journey that we're on is trying to bring more music into this this area. So, Definitely. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, what inspired you to pursue a career in music? You know, like I said, I've had a long lineage of, of music in my family. It's been just an innate thing that I've had with me since I was a kid. Um, and, you know, I've always enjoyed playing live. I, I love writing. I love, you know, storytelling. Um, you know, like I said, I have two kids that were fortunate to be able to sing on this album. So there's a there's a legacy component to, to being able to, to kind of play and, and get this out there. And, um, and it's just an, an underlying, you know, innate... You know, tangible thing that I just am always striving for, and, and fortunate that I'm able to actually do it. So I know a lot of people can. So that's cool. And the kids actually sang on it. They did. The, How did that come about? Yeah, the, the album "Frozen in Amber." That's the the, the new release. Um, I had been working on these lyrics with them for for years. The first EP I did, I I thought about trying to get them on there, but they were just too young. The vocals weren't there yet, and this one just seemed to make sense. So um, yeah, if you listen to that that track towards the end of the song, that's both of them on it. So wow, yeah. Now, um, inspiration-wise, I think you mentioned Johnny Cash and others. Um, what, what were some more inspirations that you had? You know, I, I kind of grew grew up on a lot of old-school music, you know, whether it was James Taylor. Um, you know, Bruce Hornsby was actually a big influence of mine. Um, he's not far from that area of Tennessee I grew up in. And um, not only, I think, just his, his respect for his talents and his musicality, but... Um, Growing up in that part of Southwest Virginia, you know, he took a, a really big stand against, you know, equality and, um, you know, supporting diversity. And, and I, you know, I, I've always loved an artist that can use their musicality, but at the same time be able to, you know, translate that into their actions. And, um, but yeah, he was always, always kind of a big influence for me. But I also grew up in the Dave Matthews era, back before it got so popular. So that was back when the first album went out. And me learning guitar. I mean, I played probably a million Dave covers in, in different places, and that was that time. It's gotten pretty big and commercial, and probably out of my realm now. But back then, that was a really uh, inspiring artist for me at the time, for sure. Well, doing shows, I guess you people come up to you asking you to do a variety of different songs and all that. What was the craziest one that you got? 
Well, <laughs> t- Tennessee has has a tendency of, of uh, you know, I went to college at University of Tennessee. There's a, a, a song called Rocky Top, and it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a staple song there. So you get that a million times. You get the Sweet Home Alabama stuff yeah. that you hear everywhere. Um, but I, I've always enjoyed, at least from a cover standpoint, doing things that you put your own twist to and, right. and give it some life. Um, 311 acoustic stuff, you know, just a bunch of random things. But... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say there's probably a lot more in there that I don't remember, but I'm sure they'll come back to me some more. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we had Matt Friedman up here, who, who you know very well, and he was telling us how like he would go from like taking back Sunday to New Funk Glory, like he would even add them into the to the swing of things. Yeah, I mean, we in fact Matt and I were in in a band together at one point. We were doing uh, I think rap songs and jam band songs and country songs and ballads. It, it, we try to hit all genres, you know. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Now talk about the importance of networking and how different was it from Tennessee to here, networking? Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, you know, Na- Nashville is so competitive. Uh, you know, the, the, there's so much talent in that city, and you could be playing at a bar and, and no one's may even notice you, but you may be the best talented person in that area. So I think the comp- competition in that market's a little bit difficult to separate yourself, you know, from. Um, and it's 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 not as diverse, I think, in in regards to just you know um, the different genres of music. Because country really just does dominate that 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 area. So, and that's why I've loved here. I mean, I've I've heard so much good you know alternative music to to good rap stuff to to what I'm you know some of the stuff I'm doing. You know, I, I feel like we're in a realm in what Matt's doing, which has been great. Is I think he's really you know started to bring a lot of country. Um, prowess to this area and, and it's been going really well so. and that's the thing that's different it's nothing it's not like you're, you're, you're not a country you don't describe yourself as a country singer but you guys all mix in together and all at the same band talk about that yeah i mean i think that's that's what's been great about our project is you know um you know in fact matt was the drummer for my band really <laughs> one time and he's a, he's a multi-talented person um but you know i think that's what's so great about now is that you can a lead electric guitar blues player and that translates so well to, to country and rock and, and some of the other stuff so um, and I, I don't think there's a cap on, on the creativity you know and I think that's what it's been nice about at least that project for us is that we've been trying to navigate our way to create our own sound um, and it's fortunate that you can do that because sometimes it's not as easy in the industry these days Definitely that you guys are putting up your own album as well as, as Matt Freeman and the Herd or yeah, Matt and I are working on on one behind the scenes as a co-write thing uh, right now. But but really, we've kind of just separated our projects at this point. You know, I'm really um, I've been spending a year on this this recent release, so it's been a a, a time, patient, persistent process for it. So I'm really trying to give it the attention that it needs, and and on the same as him as well. But we're just each empowering each other to to take our own direction and and collaborate when we can. And and uh, uh, but that's what's great about music. It's there's a lot of times there's not a time slot you can right. you can do that at your at your at your time so. and having everyone support you and support your solo as well as support you inside of it and that's that's awesome yeah it's been been really fortunate you know and it's been affirmation you know i think sometimes we can have a tendency of second guess ourselves is it am i doing this the right thing is it any good i don't know but you know the response so far from friends family people i don't know has been been really great um and very thankful for that definitely so. And when we had uh, Matt up, he was telling us about like you know who he is as far as that like, sports background and football getting injured and all that. What's your, what's your background as far who is who is Matt Dorsey? He wasn't an ex quarterback, I can tell you that. He was <laughs> he, he was six five, but he didn't have very fast legs. Uh, but, but he could dunk. But he could dunk. Yeah, that, that I was, counts. I was, a, I was a pretty good basketball player. Didn't play in college, but you know had some uh, um, some athletic background in, in me. I, you know, I, but I've I've kind of. I've, I've worked in healthcare, I've worked in surgery, I've been involved in that industry for quite a while as well. And, um, you know, I think for me, my life is balance. And if I don't have music in my life, you know, I think it's something that... It's stressful enough with your job, I can only imagine. Yeah, job, two kids. And, and, uh, and, and it's different now. The industry's changed so much that, you know, you don't necessarily have to go get a label. Like, you can create great content you hope people enjoy it but um and there's still that aspirations of trying to get there but understanding that it's uh your percentages are low but you're going to give it all you got and i'm just thankful to 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 be able to do what i love um and um 
and that's why I'm sitting here with you guys today. So. Well, thank you so much for coming up, man. And we're dying to hear one of your songs. So uh, what song can you have for us today? So um, this is the second song of the album. It's called Feel Alive. Um, if you listen to it, I was fortunate enough to have uh, Billy Joel's old sax player, Richie Kanata, on this on the tune uh, nice. live. So, um, and uh, yeah, that's how here it goes. Bring that mic up a little bit. Tear down the walls, separate in the night Look for the ones who are willing to fight The weight of the world on your shoulders today Trying to fight the words just to say But how the world is changing The love we are making is over the limit now how time flies How time flies Timelines covered in red Confetti falls as if things were said Roll back a thousand years The war on the sword Ever the lightning strikes The world is changing The love we are making It's over the limit now How time flies How time flies Forgive the ones we've lost in the war Forgive the ones who've roamed here before Trying to find the words left to say We're free of our fear, we're free of today But I, I will try But I, I will Radio, Matt Dorsey. Guys, you have a question or comment, call in 215-619-736. I repeat, 215-619-7366. Matt, that's so true, man. Feeling alive, and you only get one life, and uh, you know, it can go by in an instant, so if you have kids, love them, cherish them, give them a hugs, and you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely. When did you pick up a guitar? Uh, that's a good question. You know, it's funny. I, I don't... I, I've taught myself everything I know. I've I, can't read music my my bandmates get mad at me because they're like i can hear it and play it i'm one of those weirdo guys um uh but yeah i i picked up it was funny i picked up my dad's guitar it was the first time i touched one and um the allman brothers are playing it was a big influence of mine as well 
I was playing Jessica leads on an acoustic guitar immediately. So I had this like lead kind of mentality early on. Um, and then just over time, it just kind of started to, to, to get a little bit better. And um, I know I don't have a lot of distortion and stuff here, right. but, but lead guitar has been kind of a thing I've really found later on. See, that's why when you're on Monaco Radio, you got to really show your talent because you're not hiding behind anything. These mics are as direct as possible. There's no echo or reverb or anything. Yeah. It's just the sound of the room. Now, so what, how, what age were you at that point? So I, I really didn't start until college, quite honestly. Okay. Yeah, I, it's impressive. You know, my like I said, music's been in my family, but I was playing sports and didn't put it, give it the attention probably it needed. Uh, I played trumpet for a little bit and I was decent at that, but um, no, nope, we got a call. Okay. Uh, Damage Radio, who's on the line? Uh, Jan Dorsey. <laughs> Jan Dorsey. <laughs> oh, that's a surprise. I, I know that. I know that voice. How are you, mom? <laughs> I just w- I just wanted to call in and say I think this guy's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah. A little biased, but that's okay. We'll I take, would we'll agree. Yeah. Uh, you say this is your mom? Yeah. yeah. So now, Mom, what do you remember about the earliest uh, guitar playing? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> well, he uh, used to go downstairs in our, in our recreation room. We had downstairs. He didn't... Uh, show us that he was playing he would go down there and hide and play a little <laughs> Eric Clapton <laughs> but what what Matthew didn't know is we were upstairs with the door cracked and we were listening the whole time <laughs> Let's be careful what else you're throwing out there. Yeah. Uh, well see I was gonna say you're glad <laughs> yeah. that he chose the guitar and not drums or the tuba. Yeah. Oh <laughs> listen he can play just about anything, but but he has always had a, a natural affinity for music ever since he was just little. Uh, always had great rhythm and uh, just had a, always had a good ear, you know, for music and pitch. And so it's always been a part of our lives. Music was a huge part of our lives, wasn't it, Matthew? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, and for those that don't know, you know, I had a Newtown Theater launch of the album. Um, you know, my mom has been battling some respiratory stuff, but we got her on stage to sing with us. She's wow, actually, that's awesome. actually got some of the talent, more of the talent in the family. <laughs> got to bring her uh, up next time and yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah, do it. We actually got her on stage and she sang with us, which was a pretty cool, it's pretty good, pretty cool experience. Crowd seemed to well, really let's like say this they drugged me on stage, <laughs> 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 but it was awesome, it was so good. And I was, uh, his daddy and I were just so proud. Of him, and I know that's probably you don't all want to hear all that stuff about it, but we're so proud of him and uh, and just everything that he's done. He's worked so hard and such a good man, such a good heart, such a good husband and father, and we just couldn't be more proud of him. You know, if that's maybe the most heartwarming thing we've had on Completely Damaged in a long time, I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you, it's, it's nice not damaged when your mom calls up and says nice things. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. look, and I will put that on a recording for you <laughs> yeah. on a loop, and then yep. you can, you know. Yeah. Yep. That's fantastic. That's, that's a Christmas card to you. This is great. <laughs> right. yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thanks for calling, Mom. I, I appreciate it. I was not surprised. Not, or not expecting that. Thanks for calling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love you, sweetie. And guys, thank you for... All you do on your radio station. Appreciate you. Well, thank you, and stay tuned in, because he just switched guitars to this beautiful 12-string, I can't wait to hear it. So we're going to get another song coming right oh, up here. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for Alrighty. calling. You all right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. So Bye-bye. Cool. <laughs> See, that's awesome. Now, when did you move up from Tennessee? Because she's still got the accent. Oh, she yeah. Does. And, and the more I, I talk at home, it, you, you, it'll start to pill out right. a little bit. Uh-oh. Um, no, I, I've been. Gosh, it's been a couple decades since right. I've, I've been in Tennessee. But um, yeah, now, was your mom from Tennessee with that accent? Oh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. she's she's uh, born from there. Uh, my in my entire family, you'll hear you'll hear that uh, nice that part, which is uh, it's a it's a really beautiful area too. It's just like beautiful mountains and oh yeah. And, uh, different culture lifestyle than inner city center city philadelphia <laughs> that's you know, they actually play inside you know a, a restaurant like drive through remember what you told us that you one? know that's uh, the first time i ever went to nashville you know i went down to tennessee and they had in the mcdonald's there was a stage and you're yeah, just like yeah. you know you can't even believe it and like you know it was sunday morning and we're getting you know some breakfast and there's a dude just playing along and you're like man that's fantastic right. and we were tipping heavy because we were just 
was so thrilled. Yeah. Do the quarter was, pounder song, okay? Well, you know yeah. it was, and they hadn't even switched to burgers yet. But wow. he was starting early because you know we were rolling out. You know, you talk about being drugged on stage. I've been drugged on stage a couple of times. Oh, wait, bye. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, just like the support that you've had, like your mom calling in and uh, like, you know, having a family and balancing everything out with your full-time job. Yeah. What keeps you going, man? That, that phone call right there, stuff like that? Well, I'd say my wife keeps me, keeps me going. She yeah. keeps, she keeps the, the house moving and uh, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's this innate sense of, you know. We don't know. I mean, I have a tendency of writing for uh, more abstract appreciation of life type lyrics. You know, my, you know, we won't go too sappy on this, but I, I did lose, you know, my best friend. Um, and actually, my most prized guitar was a Gibson J45 that I used to go up and play at his mom's in Connecticut, and she gave that to me as a wow. as a as a heirloom. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that it had such an impact on my life and my writing style that you know. Everything I typically try to do is just, it's a short time. We don't know how much time we have and why not express it here and, you know, appreciate the time that we do have. And, and, uh, that seems to correlate a lot out of my lyrics for that, for sure. So I was just going to say, I think one of the great things about that is that your artwork, your music will always live. You know, when you think about songs that you might listen to that was 50, 60, 70 years ago, you know, and you say it still sounds just as fresh. And I think that's probably, I mean, I love music and I think it's one of those things where that longevity, that's something that, and something in your lyric that might affect somebody in a a profound way. I always find that fascinating, especially about musicians, is the fact that you're writing something from your own experience that somebody else can take and just it becomes part of their life. You know, and I think that's fascinating. I think it's yeah. one of the greatest parts about all kind of art, really, but music, I think, specifically. And it, how much it speaks to the soul of everybody. Yeah. You don't know what anyone's going through, and that one song could change someone's life. Right, and yeah. one line out of your song might yeah. connect with somebody in a way that you would never have dreamed, or you wrote it about taking the cat box out on a Wednesday morning. Yeah. But that line about, you know, there was ice on the ground, and blah, 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 you know, yeah. whatever. I'm making that off, off, yeah. off the dome. The dome, I love dome, it. Really. Hashtag <laughs> dome. You know, but the, uh, you know, it's fantastic. And that was a great song that you just played. So yeah, now you. where can people get the music? Where can they find this? So it's on all streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, YouTube, etc. Um, it's just Matt Dorsey's uh, Frozen and Amber's, the, the title track of the album. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, I, I think you, you you pretty are, you articulated that the way that I, I've, I've seen it as well. I mean, for me, I'm like I said, I the if you get fame, it's great. If you get people that listen to you, great. But I've always done this for that one lyric. That's the reason I do it. Um, it's a way for me to express my views on things and put it out the way that I want and let everybody else interpret it how they want. Right. I think the next song I'm, I'm going to do, which I think it was a request from uh, Ray Raddick, a good, yeah. good close friend of mine. Um, it's called Only Love. And I think you listen to that song and people think it's just a ballad song, but it's actually about Mother Earth and can we do a little bit better job of taking care of where we live? You know? Fantastic. And, but that's the joy of being a songwriter is that you can do that and leave it up to the audience to to decipher for themselves you know so why don't you jump into that but then also since we know your mom's listening she must have a favorite <laughs> exactly. song right so maybe yeah. we'll get a two shot yeah play that and then if you can think of one off the top of the dome, dome. That, you know dome. that uh, that your yeah. mom would want right yeah i got a big dome so there's not there's not a lot inside of it but damage live on moncoradio.com matt dorsey you're gonna hear only love can't wait to hear it oh to make sure it's in tune now. 12 strings you got to make sure all yeah, 12 12 double double the double the word
And generations are right here Waiting for all that we've loved There will always be A light shining through satellites And I can't believe my eyes And we were so wrong And I know we will find our way Finding the words to say We forgive the love that we've lost We'll open our eyes and see It's only love it's all time intricate legacies made in time they'll forgive all the mistakes we've made burning life right through the rain we'll grab a little joy and no pain though we will always be the light we're burning in pride we're gonna fly on this cloud and generations are right here waiting for all that we've left there will always be a light shining through satellite and I can't believe my eyes we were so wrong and I know we will find our way finding the words to say we forget the love that we've lost Hope in our eyes and see It's only love It's only love It's only love It's only love Damage live on Damage Radio. Guys, question or comment, call in 215-619-7366. Ray, that was for you. Special <laughs> shout out. Appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll see you up here January 4th, yeah. starting the new year off right. That's that's the talent right there. She's, she's going to be a good one for you guys. We can't wait. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Del, talk about your first guitar. Yeah. And what was it? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, I had, uh, you know, like I said, I, I played my dad's guitar early. Um Time has collected a little more guitars than probably I, I probably need. Um, yep. But uh, you know, I mentioned that that Gibson J forty five was a special one. Um, I have an old like Takamine guitar that I had that's got every sticker I ever collected <laughs> in college on it, and not good to play live, but it's around a bonfire or just you know. Um, it that, traveled I, with I, you. It traveled yeah. with me. It's got some time. I, I still have it. Um, haven't been able to let that go yet. So. Uh, that's probably a dangerous ground to go down the guitar list. It's yeah. um, it's kind of a problem. <laughs> you know, your wife isn't listening, and we won't Thank tell you. her what I'm you're glad. saying. Yes. Yeah. Keep, that, yeah. keep that together here. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we have our own Amazon account. <laughs> so, well, see, that's what everybody says. You know, if you want to keep your kids off drugs, have them collect guitars because yeah. then yeah. they won't have any money. Exactly. So just... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Very true. Fiscally responsible. Yeah. <laughs> now, as an artist, how do you feel like you've grown since your first uh, EP album in 2019? Yeah, you know, I think a variety of, of, of ways. I mean, probably too much to get into detail here. But, you know, when the, the first album came out, really close dear friend of mine, we, we did it together. It was, you know, really our first experience getting it out. And, you know, I think for me, um, especially in regards to writing, I, I felt like I might have rushed, you know, just because you had that, like, I need to get this out. I need to, you know, I want people to listen and see what they think. And, um and I, I think I think it was still still great, but I think there's so much I've learned between that and now to just the way that I'm writing. I'm more patient, more persistent. 
um, not willing to, um, you know, just try to rush something out because I, that's the hard. And I'd say other artists will say that like the hard part is you can add too much or you can add too little. Um, and when you think a song's good, you do one more thing and it either makes it amazing or it makes it standing in the fire. It's one of the songs on the album and, and, uh, just the production alone was amazing. Um, but I had a chance to get Aretha Franklin's backup singer to sing on it. And it was one of those where you're like, do I, do we try to do it or is this okay where it is? And of course it was the best decision ever because it, it also gave my, that was part of the the part that my mom sang at the, at the theater show. So, so, you know, like I said, I think from a growth standpoint from there to now, I've just learned to be patient and persistent and realize that it just doesn't have to come right away. And, and that's okay. You know, um, do you have a consistent writing process as far as like, you know, you're one that drives and comes up with the idea, you're singing in the shower, you go into a tape recorder. What's the process? I, I've done it both ways. I mean, I've done guitar stuff first, just noodling around and, and come up with a theme or, or concept and try to stay somewhat on path to that. Um, I traveled a, a good amount uh, for a while where a lot of it was writing. You know, there's something inspirational about whether it's the serotonin moving in your brain, but being on a plane or being in a hotel or being in an environment was in Scotland um, and such a tranquil, peaceful God's country place that it's hard to not write good cathartic stuff there. So I, I, I wouldn't say there's one particular way that only works for me. I just, I try to take whatever the environment is and just find a little bit of inspiration on it. And then some of it's really bad and then some of it ends up being okay. So you well, know. you got to do stuff. So you have something to write about. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> exactly. So where are some places music has taken you? Oh gosh, you know, I played out west for a long time. And say, I actually played in a reggae hip hop band. Um, really, for a while, which was we had. Uh, Give us a few links yeah, to seriously. that. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I, I, but you said this is a, a, a PG friendly uh, place. We got remember, time, so. man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was pretty cool. We had we had a, a trumpet player that had played with with uh, Willie Nelson for for a stretch, and that was so cool. I mean, he was just a phenomenal talent. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've played there. I played in Atlanta. I got to open for Glenn Phillips from Toad the Wet Sprocket. That was one of the, I appreciate him so much as a singer-songwriter. Um, and uh, that was a really great experience. Um, How'd that come about, by the way? You know, we had, we had you know, music's just networking yep. and, and it just happened to time and timing, right? And the timing just worked out that the schedules and everybody was able to work it out. Um, and so that that was a really really cool experience, and you know, with Matt, you know, the project, the country project, we were with Miranda and Brett, and we staged of thousands and thousands of people. So that was that was pretty cool too. But um, I, I like for me like the theater show that I just did in Newtown. That I prefer that over anything else because people are genuinely there. It's not a festival; they're there to listen to you. You can hear a pin drop, um, and I have a tendency of that's my comfort zone is being in that environment, and so. Um, Traveling was is cool and playing different places has been awesome, but I just I, I like to just sit on stage and kind of kick it there. That sounds good to me. <laughs> so you could get more uh, intimate than today. It's just me and RC staring yeah. at yeah. you, yeah. yeah. watching yeah. your guitar yeah. play. Let's go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a top ten moment on ESPN, man. If I tell you. <laughs> so what's one thing you would tell yourself when you first started? Now, you know I. I mean, you're so young and you're, you're kind of an idiot a lot of times, you know, we it's were, just, yeah. it's, still are sometimes. Yeah. You know, I, I, I still yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you can't see past whatever the next thing, you know, and I, I think, um, not that, you know, not to bring it Debbie Downer here, but, but it did, you know, that, that shakeup of losing my friend really is, is evolved into, um, almost probably not, not healthy enough to, to do it all that way. But, um, you know, I just try to stay, um, seeing the bigger picture back then, I think would have been helpful than trying to play basketball five times a week and, and, you know, going out with your friends and, and, uh, trying to get through college and pass your, pass your, pass your classes and all that stuff. So I'd say just, you know, grow up a little bit earlier, even though I was grown up pretty fast for who I was compared to some of my other friends. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe that. 
I was say that's usually the wake up call. The first time you lose somebody real close, or you lose somebody yeah. who's also around maybe your same age. Yeah, that shakes you up, you know. Yeah. And you lose older people sometimes. When you well, they had good lives, but when you see somebody young go, yeah. that's yeah. really that's always a shocker. Yeah. And I think that sobers you more than almost anything. Yeah, we had a we had a close friend of ours that um, their son he was he was I think seventeen and just randomly cl- collapsed. And they've started. They have done just a phenomenal job of rallying a community um his name was blake and and they've they've built this whole just awareness and togetherness and through tragedy it's it's been cool to see how a community can come together through that and um you know like i said we don't i want to live in that sometimes i'm like i need more poppy let's go dance songs or something you know but uh, time for drinking on a friday whiskey yeah yeah So we're, we're that, maybe the next album will be more, we're going to bring it up a notch and, and it'll be more fun on it. Well, you graduate each album, you know, and yeah. you, you can see a different part of each exactly. album. So exactly. first EP, you saw something different in Matt Dorsey, this one. First in Amber, you saw something totally different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, now, you said like your friend passed in a way, changed things. Um, do you have like a positive quote or like a positive thing that happened on stage when a fan came up to you and t- told you something that gives that more information, inspiration to go? Yeah, you know, I, I think I see it more in the, in like, uh, you know, it's, I mean, just an example is my nephew, you know, he's, 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 you know, young and he's talented athletically and he's trying to figure it out. And he's got, uh, um, you know, he's got the world ahead of him and, and is one of my biggest fans. And, and I think that to see it through their eyes is kind of cool. Um, adults are, have been awesome. Like, you know, having, having a guy that's been playing music forever, have you actually give you credit or, having Billy Joel sax player say like, I really love this music. And like, you know, that part's amazing. But I think just to see that you're doing something that somebody might recognize and maybe they're 30 and 40 and they still remember something, that's that's the goal for me. Um, and if it's just him and that's only it, that's cool. And if not, if it's more, then awesome, let's go. And it doesn't have to be just music. And one thing, you're an ambassador for Four Oceans. Talk yeah. a bit about that and other causes that, that mean a lot to you that you support. Yeah, yeah, I, I I was fortunate to become an ambassador for them. I, I've, uh, as I mentioned, only love was about the planet, you know, the planet, um, you know, and it's you know, definitely will never go down the political path. But it's it's sad that we can't just say, hey, can we just not do better and yeah. try to help, you know? And so I, I, when I lived in San Diego, I used to surf. I was really an advocate for the ocean and and what they're doing there. I mean, billions of trash that they're pulling. And if you see me on stage, like I've got all these bracelets, it's not aesthetics. It's actually the trash from the ocean that they've mm. sterilized wow. on purpose. So, um, so it's just, it's just amazing what they're doing collectively. And I, I wanted to be, you know, kind of a part of that. And, um, if you go on my Instagram page, I think I, I did one post that's got a code. So you get like 20% off, um, of it and help support them. And if you're strapped financially, you, can, you know, can get some cool bracelets and stuff nice. like that. So, um, Got, got my kids wearing them and some friends and it's starting to you know anything to help anything to help is, awesome. is uh, I'm all in for so definitely now you mentioned you know University of Tennessee you went to college right talk about Montgomery County Community College first time up here um, yeah. what were your thoughts on the studio and uh, this it's it's beautiful and, it, and it, it makes me miss it miss you know like it's it's nostalgic like you just I miss the days of being in college and and uh how simple, how simple and complex they yes. were, but how simple they were compared to now. You know, it's the week of finals. You know, they're they're not feeling so simple. I think no. some of these, but you know, it's all right. Um, but no, I, I love it. I mean, granted, my I'm a, a Tennessee ball fan, so our football squad is. Uh, it was kind of a uh, a bummer this year to get that mm-hmm. far, but it was it was. Um, but you know, just the collegiate atmosphere and and. Uh, seeing people trying to strive to, to do what they want to do in life. It's really cool. It's, it's nice to see, just see this and feel the, feel the environment, the culture around it. Well, upcoming artists who are going to school here, who, who can make beats or music, seeing this, like how privileged they really are to have something, a state of art like this. Yeah. Talk about that, like, you know, how you growing up compared to now, all that like technology and all that. Yeah, I mean, now, like, you can go get an interface for, you know, in your dorm and, and just sit there and actually put out really good quality content. And, um, yeah, I mean, gosh, I think I had AOL dial-up is yep. probably that option or yep. something. Then mom you know, pick up the Na- phone. Mom. Napster, LimeWare, whatever it will, LimeWire. Yep. LimeWire, yes. <laughs> um, you know, so. Yep, yep. Then yep. <laughs> your mom picks up the phone and you're like, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, 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 it, I mean, it's encouraging. I, I won't go down the soapbox here, but 
I'm fortunate that, you know, I mean, the streaming platform is tough. You can't make money doing that unless you just really hit it big. And, you know, and they want you to put more content out. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. But the fact that, like, everybody has an opportunity to just find their way in it and has access to it, I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, we, I know I, we didn't have that type of. You can reach everybody in the world, but so can everybody in the world. So yeah. <laughs> everybody's on stage right. and nobody's left in the audience at this point. You know, yeah. look at my new song. I got some beats. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so as an artist, do you want people that go and like buy the album or like, you know, through iTunes, a third party like that, like they get some of the money and then you get like, how does it all work as a business standpoint? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, like you can sell your album on iTunes and, and I mean, that's your best chance probably of somebody buying an album and, you know, uh, but if you're going to stream it on a lot of the services, it's just the numbers, unfortunately, are not in the favor of the artist. So, um, you know, which, which is, which is, it's just tough because especially for someone like me that, you know, you spend a year of your, you know, your devotion, your time, your creativity, your vision and, and people just think you just sit there and record. It's not the case. You you rec- the, the recording part of it's the easy part, and then it comes into getting ISRC codes and all the rest of the stuff that comes with putting it out. And the you know, it's just it's a lot of work um, and not finding a, lot a of producer re- and all that. Yeah, not a lot of reward for uh, for artists. So hopefully that will change at some point. I think there's a Cole Prince uh, video somewhere floating around. If you can look it up, he he nails it right before he passed. He kind of saw the vision of it all and. Um, you know, you just want people to, to support your art and your creativity. And luckily there's a lot of people that do, which is awesome. I think we're very fortunate to have people that support you. You know, and you've been thankful to have someone four houses down from you to help you out, which is kind of cool. You telling us off, off there. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great producer. His name's Pete Hall. We, we did the first album together. Uh, if anyone's looking for a good producer, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. So, um, uh, but yeah, but I, but this last album I did in Brooklyn, we had, had two producers up there. These guys are just on a level that I will not get to, you know, that they're, you know, they trained at Berkeley. They're just good human beings. And we've, we've filmed a partnership, which is kind of nice with me doing everything by ear and hearing. And they can, they can articulate the science and the theory behind what's in my head. So we figured out this, uh, just this good algorithm that's worked for the three of us and four of us really. And it's, uh, it's a cool, cool experience. Um, and th- those guys are actually in the band with me as well, so we're playing. So they make the trip in from Brooklyn to awesome. to play with me. So very fortunate. Having the family back you and support you—that means the world. Having your kids there, yeah. I assume they love your music, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, when I hear them singing it in the hallway, that, that means nice. something. Something's floating around there, and then, and then or like, they want something later, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, eh, he's not actually that cool. No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> damaged. <laughs> See now, look. You really, when your mom did call in, you got a song yeah. you got to play it for your mom. Or like, what, what would she want to hear? Um, she would want to hear one that I would need to tune my guitar to. Okay, and that's the <laughs> issue that we've got right now uh, on a twelve-string guitar with double double the tuning. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got one more I, I can do. This this one um, it's called "Bury My Bones." It's it's one of the songs on the album, and uh, this one I actually had a really horrible case of COVID. Somehow this song came out during my sickness at some point. Um, and uh, it really just talks about, it's kind of my evolution of playing in restaurants, playing in bars and, and doing what you have to do and then getting on the theater stage and somehow connecting with the audience and people are there to listen to you. Um, and this song kind of just brought it, tied it all together for me. So uh, it's called Bury My Bones. Bury My Bones live on moncoradio.com. Picture me on the cover of a rolling stone Bury my voice and bury my bones We'll set the stage and we'll dim the lights My six-string echoes through the dead of night Open my voice to a hollow room The sounds of history, cheap perfume The air, the music will feel the night 
As I'm wasting my breath on these empty seats Telling my story to the ones who I'll meet Saw you standing in the pouring rain You sang a lullaby and sweet refrain Tonight. Our voices collide with a history No effort at all in the harmonies As we will sing this lullaby You take the high and I'll take the low This one man band and it's all he knows As we will rewrite our history As I'm wasting my breath on these empty seats Telling my story to the ones who I'll meet Saw you standing in the pouring rain We sang a lullaby and sweet refrain As I'm wasting my breath on these empty seats Telling my story to the ones who I meet Saw you standing in the pouring rain Sang a lullaby and sweet refrain live on damage radio moncoradio.com or music and minds meet um talk about the big album and remember it came out 22nd yeah live in newtown theater yeah is um you know it was the last few weeks of getting it out was a little stressful but it was it was um it was great you know we we um you know i think when we started working on the album you know you i think the hard part for me was you know a lot of artists that I've spoken to and other people in the industry always, you know, you got to do singles now because everyone's attention span is small and they don't have enough time to listen to like more than a couple songs in, in one person. And so I, I toyed back and forth with that. I hey, do I just put out a couple singles or do it? And, and it just seemed to make sense for, for me. And then as, as the guys, we started kind of collaborating on the producing it, it just seemed to make sense that we wanted to go that route. And was really proud you know I, I i've as a musician for me i've always kind of judged you can do a lot in the studio you can auto-tune and you can add a lot of stuff and it, it, it make people sound what they aren't you know for me i i wanted to see i wanted to sound better live on stage and and um the newtown theater show when we did the release was just uh there, there'll be video and audio coming at some point it just was great and you know i had a, a sax player that was just incredible and the drummer and the bass player Ray Ray sang up there with me my mom was it was just this whole cathartic experience of seeing what you did and seeing where it started and seeing the response I mean the place was almost sold out and and just um uh, it was it was just a cool to see all that work finally start to reap some dividends and what I liked about it is that, you know you saw that it can translate to other bigger venues which I think is the ultimate goal so and you're live too, and you got to yeah. do a production in the beginning, make sure that everything sounds on on point, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was yeah, like I said, I'm you know really proud of it, and uh, if you get a chance, you know any streams do help. So you know, yeah, give out all the socials. Yeah, so Where can people yeah. find everything? Where like 
Yeah, so I, I, I'm not the greatest at social media, but I'm getting better. Uh, Instagram is usually where I spend most of most of my stuff is uh, Matt Dorsey Music. Um, and then uh, mattdorseymusic.com, you can go to the website there. Or, uh, like I said, whether Spotify, iTunes, any of the, whatever streaming platform you use, and just type in my name, Matt Dorsey, and Frozen in Amber is the title of the album. And it's got a picture of me as a little kid on there. Nice. Um, which I think for me, there, there was a, an abstract part of that. You know, my, my friend that I mentioned that I lost, his mom was an artist, and, and she, um, she actually hand-painted that picture because it was a, a picture that my, you know, my mom and dad had, had liked for a long time. And so it was kind of cool to tie all that together. So a lot of people just, I always like to clear that out. Like, it's not a self-involved thing of just putting a picture of me as a kid. Right. On the not like Nirvana <laughs> swimming, like, you know, yeah. there was, there was a lot more behind uh, what the actual picture was. And uh, I think for me, for that to come out and have everybody comment on it, it's been pretty cool. So yeah. Talk about um, some upcoming events you have. Yeah, so actually, you know, with Matt uh, Friedman and the Country Project, we're doing the New Hope Winery, uh, December 16th. That's next Friday, which mm -hmm. I just realized is sneaking up on us. Um, it's a really great venue. We've got uh, the full band, um, so it should be a really, really great show. And uh, and then I, I'm, I'm kind of taking a little bit of a break in the winter. Um, I'm taking basically a couple months to, I've got another album that we're still kind of working on, and uh, this time of year with the weather, I'm like, you know, just I'm yeah, gonna crawl in a crawl in a hole, time of year, right? yeah. and then come the spring, we're gonna you know start playing some good shows there. Yeah. So hit that um, reset button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've got a lot of really cool stuff on the horizon, and, and please go check out that stuff. Follow me or keep an idea. We'll be posting all of that soon. But yeah, I got some some big uh, big shows coming next year. Really excited about it. Matt, pleasure meeting you. Um, yeah, you're welcome up here anytime you want. We'd love to have you come back in the new year. Yeah. And uh, Mama great. Dorsey, thank you for calling in. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, nice. that was awesome. <laughs> yep. And now you're going to have to change the name of your show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only downside. Yep, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. New year, you know, hit that reset button, like we said. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for coming up, guys. Yeah. And remember, fans, don't keep it nice and neat. Keep it completely damaged on mockeradio.com, where music and minds meet. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, guys. Completely damaged! Completely damaged!